What up, East High? Hey, folks. I've got to think of something better to say in this little interim. But hi. Hi. We're Wildcat Minute <laughs> talking about High School Musical one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And our guest is back, Condra. Huzzah. Hi. I'm Blake from the Blake Without Show. <laughs> and Beef Out the Mighty Ducks. How you doing, guys? Thanks for coming back. No problem. Hey, Condra. Blake's got a new face. Oh, I'm sure he hasn't heard that one before. Oh. Do you know that Vampire Weekend song, Blake? I get, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. So we are talking about Minute 44 today, which starts out with Sharpay descending and ends with Sharpay saying it just doesn't seem right. I agree. This minute doesn't seem right. I was about to yeah. ask, Tyler, are you happier with this minute than the last minute at all? No, this minute's even worse. Oh god. <laughs> we'll get into it, but I don't I don't like comedic misunderstandings in movies that where like people are obviously missing an obvious truth. But we'll start with the end of the song. Yeah, we start with a continuity error actually, which is pretty oh. hilarious. I don't know if you guys noticed. Oh, okay, um, I can see it. So Sharpay is walk so we see Sharpay walking to go down the stairs. And then we have a zoom out wide shot of the whole cafeteria and Sharpay is still hip popped in the middle. And then the next shot of her, which is zoomed in is her halfway down the stairs. That's and I'm fantastic. like, that's amazing. Oh my God. I've never caught that. I'm never going to be able to unsee that now. That's fantastic. <laughs> I was wondering if it was something about how like Martha sometimes is at the top of the table. And then there's one shot where she's like clearly not on the table, but I think they do actually show like some glance of a transition. So maybe not. Martha looks still very lonely in this white shot. She's just standing there by herself. <laughs> yeah, and I tried to look to the other corners to see if you could see Skater Boy or Zeke standing by themselves, but I couldn't see them. Well, I'm looking. I, I do see Zeke. I see Zeke, but he's also, he's more, and I see Skater Boy, but he's more into the song than Martha is, which is probably why you don't notice <laughs> him, so. Okay. I also really just love Skater Boy's miming of the cello towards the end of this song. It's <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, where'd his cello go? He had one before, and now it's gone. Maybe it was just his imagination. We didn't talk before about when he did have the cello, how did it get there? <laughs> we definitely posed the question, but never explored it. It's very funny. I never thought about that. It just kind of shows up and disappears in the middle of a song. Again, it's a musical. Again, exactly. is this happening in real life, or is this just in someone's head? Or is it in collectively everyone's head and they're all on some sort of psychotropic drugs that are in the um, cafeteria food? Or is there the ventilation something being pumped into so they're all seeing it? Um, oh, yeah. It's better get Qui-Gon Jinn in here to say um, the, the thing about holding your breath. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was actually thinking about this. Did you ever watch um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? No, I just know of it. There's a TV show. Well, Rachel Bloom did it. It was like four okay. years. It's on Netflix. And it's a pretty much, it's a TV musical, but it's all original songs. And um, the whole gimmick on that show is the main character singing, but no one, it's all in her mind because she's been going crazy the entire run. But like, as more people interact with her, the more, like, more people sing with her and it's all in their minds too. At least that's like the theory behind the show. So like, maybe this okay. is one of the things where they're all like, in the same little mindscape like you were just saying. That's kind of what I thought of when you said that. Interesting. 
I've heard. Is, it's is there another good. musical show that like tried to capitalize on that popularity? Yeah, about... it was like someone's playlist where they could look at someone and hear what they were thinking through a song. That was isn't that Zoe's yeah. extraordinary playlist? Yes, I remember seeing ads for that. Yes, yeah, I had friends super into Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and they were like super into it, and it's just I have no patience for TV. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. That's why I say Netflix. There's no commercials and it's a really, really good show. If we're talking about things that are really good, let's talk about Sharpay's power walk down these stairs. Of course. Uh, I'd love to, actually. Red carpet stairs. I love the way these stairs are designed so it looks like, like there's a giant red carpet runner going all the way down. Because, of course, red carpet Sharpay... Runner. What? Oh, I was going to say red carpet runner. That coyote's after you. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway, I, no need to pause for that joke. <laughs> no, savor, savor the awkwardness. <laughs> um, no, I just think it's really appropriate because Sharpay, of course, would like fantasize herself walking down a red carpet. So she kind of is and is trying to be the drama queen she is. Mm, a teenage drama queen. Does she confess? Nope. <laughs> Can we talk about this moment where um, Gabriella's walking by this like nerdy guy in a bow tie and he's aggressively dancing at her? It's wonderfully awkward. <laughs> oh my god! I actually I like watching um I like watching um what's it called? I can't think of her name now. Martha. Thank you, Martha. Watching Martha doing her dance and then awkwardly stopping and just standing there behind <laughs> behind the guy who's aggressively <laughs> dancing on. Right, there, right behind her, she's just awkwardly standing there. Like, I just did this awesome dance. No one's watching me. <laughs> I like the one beat we get of Zeke dancing on the table, and he's, like, really grooving. Yeah, and right behind him is um, the skater guy. Right behind him. <laughs> like, that was a perfect two-shot of watching the two of them dance. <laughs> the the dancing on tables is quite nice. It's it's really fun and, like, brings some level of togetherness. Yeah, and it's just, it's natural staging, right? Because you can, like, have the different, like, levels of, like, standing, like on the table and then like kind of by the seats and then kind of on the regular ground. It's interesting. But then to consider that once they're done dancing, they have to go back and eat at those tables that they've just been walking all over. Uh-huh. <laughs> I-, I was thinking the same thing. Or the poor janitorial staff that's going to have to clean all these tables. Indeed. I want to return to the idea of dancing at someone because I think that's a concept we all understand, but it's weird if you think about it. How do you dance at someone? <laughs> You move your body toward them without touching them. <laughs> it's almost like a, like a, I, I can't think of what the word would be, but like you aggressively like move your body toward them. Yeah, it's just something that pops up in a lot of movies and you're like, why is this a thing? Because <laughs> they need to look tough while dancing. What's funny, it almost, if you watch it, it looks like it's almost by accident because the guy, everyone's doing the exact same move. And I think maybe um, Vanessa Hudgens might have just been too close. So they just went with it. <laughs> so they didn't have to film because it's almost like, I don't think it was on purpose. I like the idea that you're like an extra in this movie. And like, you get this moment of like, that's me. I'm the guy that dances at her. <laughs> and you know what? That'll be on your IMDb for life. Yeah. Because the IMDb is a real thing that people care well, about. In the movie world, they do. <laughs> in the podcasting world, they do. We have I have an IMDb page right now for my podcast. That's oh. cool. I had I had I had Show a lot off. of downtime at work for like a couple of weeks during the pandemic, so I did that. So wait till they start rating podcasts on Rotten Tomatoes. Then we're all doomed. I don't, I, oh no! I don't want to be there for that. I definitely don't <laughs> want to be there for that one. <laughs> don't rate us on the first 
season. I'm so glad I'm like, <laughs> deep into my podcast on both of my feet. It's like really deep where I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> so Gabriella's doing her weave through the cafeteria in inexplicable directions. Yeah. And there's some there's some milk on the ground, and oh boy, does she slip on it? It's just, it's one milk carton. It's, it's one spot. It's like there's nothing else around it. It's like a comedic banana peel. You just gotta slip. Um, that's what the skater boy says. Gotta slip. <laughs> or Jimmy Neutron. I don't know. Um, no. Jeez. Oh no, that's got a blast. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> But we've gotten all these wide shots, and it's like, wait, I haven't seen milk. Like, I haven't seen anything on the floor. The floor has been spotless. Also, the tables have been spotless. <laughs> Despite the dance sequence. It's like all their lunches <laughs> vanished. Yeah, that that is pretty funny. They were eating before the song started. <laughs> they really were. Mm-hmm. We saw lunchboxes and, like, textbooks. Also, where'd the textbooks go? And the basketball. I have lots of lots of things have vanished. Yeah, the basketball, that's always in Chad's hands at all times in this movie. So suddenly it's gone for this song. Well, he's got to do a push-up, so. True. <laughs> he, need, he needs two hands for that. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine writing in a script that you're writing and you're proud of? You're writing these words. Gabriella slips on milk. Her tray goes flying, and her nachos land on Sharpay. Are they nachos? I always thought they were French fries. <laughs> I thought they were fries. fries and cheese. I really did. They are loaded fries, yeah. then. Because <laughs> I think, because she, like, definitely, when so when the f- food item lands on Sharpay, she, like, pulls, it looks like a French fry out of Sharpay's tank top. Like, oh, I'm she gets at a it. little too close. It is fries. Those are definitely fries. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I believe I just you. Paused it on the landing. It's definitely fries. I averted my eyes because I didn't want to disgrace the Lord by staring at Ashley Tisdale's saucy chest. <laughs> I'm not going to keep that in. <laughs> Stunned silence. <laughs> Why did I say that? I don't know. Holy <laughs> crap, <laughs> oh I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. I was like, what are you saying? It just ended with a pause, and I was like, what? So. <laughs> Can we talk about something else? <laughs> yeah, so her scream... <sighs> Is it's a little much. She, she's screaming a lot. I mean, I definitely like get a gasp or like a startled whoa, but like not a not a scream well, the way she did. If it's hot, for- if it's really hot, then it could hurt. Maybe, but she's more like waving her hands like she was was when she was hyperventilating for the callbacks. I I almost true. I almost think it's one of the things where Sharpay is the kind of person that any little mess might freak her out. So now that she's, like, annoyed as it is about this entire thing that's been going on for the last five minutes, now having food landed on her, and now her shirt's a mess, and now she has to go change, probably does made her more angry at this point. That's why you had the exaggerated scream. Now, if you're in a movie and you slip on something in the cafeteria, say you're, I don't know, Gabriella or Mary Jane Watson, and you slip and your tray goes flying up in the air, how high does your food actually go according to the laws of physics? I guess it depends if you launch it or not. Like, depends on if you, like, in your falling, go to throw your arms up and you, like, throw the tray instead. 
because movies would have you believe that it goes eight feet in the air, and yet Ashley Tisdale has no time to get out of the way. Also, by the way, by the way I do love the insert shot of the flying fries, and nothing falls out of it until it hits her. <laughs> by the way. Yes. But oh my gosh, yeah. There's nothing else on the tray but these fries. and there definitely were other things when you saw her walking around so it's like where did they go like really where's the rest of the food that was on this tray and how is nothing falling out of that fries as it's in (laughs) midair so i i I was actually noticing when i paused it to watch the fries land on ashley and on meat on charpe and i see ryan's face in the background like in shock like oh no (laughs) Oh no, she's gonna be she's gonna be even more angry now. <laughs> like, I gotta maybe, deal with his wrath. Maybe he's so upset because Sharpay is wearing like a really nice fabric, Ooh, point. and he's like, "No, not the silk or whatever." I don't know what kind of fabric it would be, but he's like really upset about the fabric. So he's like, "That's gonna be ruined forever because there's ketchup on it now." I feel like Ryan just always knows that he's going to get the brunt of exactly. whatever anger Sharpay is so dealing true. with. That's exactly Probably. what I was thinking. And then right behind Ryan, I just noticed this. There's the, a guy in a blue shirt that has his hands over his face like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> behind Ryan. Like he's watching a horror movie and can't yeah, he's bear right to, to look. The cheerleaders. It's in a blue shirt. It's really funny. And then after we get this moment of the flying French fries, Miss um, Darbus shows up out of nowhere. Magic. <laughs> Darbus is magic. No, there was a song going on, and she realized, oh, there's singing going on. I should show up. <laughs> and she got there too late. Maybe I can catch them in yeah, my she play. Got too late. That's what happened. Um, and she goes, what the devil is going on here? <laughs> Not quite, but basically, yes. No, but before that, I do love, well, that, I love that um, Chad stops Troy. Troy. Dude, don't go over there. Not your drama. Don't do it. <laughs> don't go. Yeah. Too much drama. <laughs> also, I like how Gabrielle is so desperately trying to like clean up Sharpay without actually touching her. <laughs> that's, that's so true. <laughs> and it's such a She like pulls the one French fry out and then is like, oh wait a second, that's like an area I Weird. should not touch. It's Especially in a kids movie. <laughs> you should not do this. Like, what are we doing? I like how just Troy agrees with Chad though. He's like, Yeah, that is too much drama. I'm gonna go with you. Stay away from Sharpay. That's my Especially motto. Covered yeah. in food. He, Troy is also wearing red again. Oh yeah, he's got a nice like baseball tee on. Yeah. By the way, I do love by the fact that Ryan's holding the fries like next to her, just holding the rest of the fries. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if he like just started eating them, was, like watching it go down, and be like, "Yes, like popcorn." That would, make you laugh. That would, that would make be you funny. Laugh. Yeah, just notice that he's just standing there holding the fries while she's talking to his nurse. Like, ooh, okay. I'm going to hold these for some reason. But then we get into this bit, which is kind of what irks me. Because Sharpay starts going like, Gabriella dumped her french fries on me. On purpose. And it's just the sort of like obvious lying that happens in movies that I just can't stand. Yes. But it's also Sharpay trying to pretend to be an actress. Yeah. That is pretty funny. Yeah. Especially like her pout and storm, at the, like her pout and turn at the end. Yeah. It's like... It just doesn't seem right. It's like, calm down, Sharpay. Troy and his basketball robots. Excuse- Why do you think he even auditioned? It's just all big joke. Excuse me, they're basketball boys, not and robots. That's a, that's, a, that's a big jump. <laughs> Accidentally dropped food on you. Oh, blame Troy the basketball guy. So it's, like, it's such a weird jump. Oh, 
Absolutely. And how does French fries on your shirt ruin a musical? <laughs> it makes her angry? I don't know. She cannot sing because she's enraged by ketchup that happened a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> And then well, the one other thing Sharpay says is um, they're, they're ruining all the hard work you've put into this play or something along those lines. Like, what, what hard work has Miss Darbus put into this play so far? Kelsey wrote it. And it felt like they've even started, like, rehearsals or anything. It's literally auditions. Well, they've started making the set for some reason. But then again, Darbus made people in detention do that. I mean, the only thing Darbus has done that's been hard work is be really mean to people. And put... Mm, put that's up pretty with easy, though. Crazy auditions, but that—that's actually more seems like more like fun than punishment in this movie. So, I mean, Tyler had more fun in that scene than he is in this true. scene. True, true. I liked the the whole audition scene, and then the um, hard to believe that I couldn't sneeze. What's the actual <laughs> name of that song? What I've been what looking, I've been looking for? for. I certainly <laughs> like that song better than "Stick to the Status Quo." <laughs> over that you only think of that line ever <laughs> i hate to cut us off here but it seems like we should talk about our decom of the week well before we move on um blake do you have anything else to talk about for this or high school musical or, in general. yeah or high school musical well, in general this minute no i'm trying i'll try not to spoil anything for you tyler don't worry but i will say thank I, you the end of this movie i do I, i'm not spoiling but i do love the song breaking free also that's another song, great song mm. in here. So I can't wait to hear Tyler's reaction to that sequence because that's really over the top. So I can't wait to watch him. I'm more excited for Bop to the Top. Very true. Bop to the Top is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that involves a random ladder, let's just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> yep. But overall, though, I do love this movie. Like, I, I, It's so hokey and so silly. But again, I'm a musical person, so I try to watch as many of these as I can. And I do enjoy this, and I do go back and watch it. And one other thing, my son recently got into Glee because he watches what? the we watched the we watched the Arrowverse, and he was on YouTube, and he found a clip of um, Barry Allen, um, oh Grant Gustin singing. And he's like, "Did you know the Flash can sing?" To me and my wife, we're like, "You have no idea." <laughs> so. That introduced him to Glee. But then when he was watching Glee, he saw High School Musical on the shelf. He's like, what's that? So on Disney Plus, we watched all three movies in one afternoon. He absolutely loved them all. So, Oh, that's so cute. Well, thank you. The only thing I know about Glee is you got to stay away from Mr. Shoe. That guy's oh, no good. <laughs> Glee, I, I love that show. I, I went to see the concert in Chicago. So I come to love that show. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for my doozy of a decom? I am prepared for I your am doozy. I but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So the film I am giving you today is called Bad Hair Day. It came out in 2015. It stars Laura Morano and Lee Alley, or Alan Baker and is directed by Eric Canuel. And okay. yeah, Bad Hair Day. That seems, have fun. That's really recent, too. That's only like five years ago. How have I not heard of this? <laughs> that's not even that long ago. I hadn't heard of it either. Yeah, that surprised me that I've never heard of this. Now, Condra, am I correct in remembering that there's a Neil Gaiman picture book called Bad Hair Day about like hair that like comes to life? Yeah, I think so. 
I think it's a Neil Gaiman book. Is that Neil Gaiman or is it someone else? Mm-hmm. I know he's got one that maybe he's like Crazy Hair Day or something like that. Oh, it's Crazy Hair, I think. Bad Hair Day is also a Weird Al album, which features um, Amish Paradise and The Night Santa Went Crazy. And also the, the one that's a parody of a U2 song, but about going to the dentist. Isn't that also the same album with Gump as well? Oh, oh Gump, Gump is on yeah. there, yeah. I mean, Amish Paradise in itself. Oh, yeah, that's a classic. Classic. <laughs> Um, yeah, the Neil Gaiman is crazy hair, so. Okay. Okay. Back to bad um, hair day. Yeah. It's not based on any book or anything like that. Okay. My initial thought, Blake, is that it's about, like, hair that comes to life and, like, like ruins, ruins somewhat, like, you know, like, when your hair accidentally hits someone and they're like, hey, don't hit me with your hair. And you're like, sorry, it has a mind of its own. If that's the case, it's gotta be, like, long hair, though, though. You know, it's gotta be, like, really long hair. Yeah. That. Almost like magic hair, like Rapunzel kind of hair, that kind of thing. But do, but do you like that direction? Because I think that might be the plot of the the crazy that's, hair books. So I, I don't. I don't know the crazy hair books, so that that sounds right. But um, I do like the idea of like life of hair coming to life, but almost like making the person making the person make decisions, either good or bad, but mostly bad, which is why you have the plot of the movie, because it's bad <laughs> things that happen all the time to the person with the. That's almost like a wig that comes to life when it's on kind of thing here's my other thought go for it a la a la the movie clerks it's about kind of like this girl who wakes up one day and she's having a bad hair day um and kind of like her her motto for the day which in clerks would have been i'm not even supposed to be here today he's just like uh can this bad hair day get any worse or something um and she kind of goes through her day having a bad hair day and kind of like lots of significant things happen over the course of the day and she like really like grows as a person over this over the course of this day. And it's like by the end of the day, she goes to bed and she's like, you know what? I hope I have another bad hair day tomorrow or something like that. You know what? I, I'm going to I like that, especially as the host of Clerks Minute. I do like that. So I, <laughs> I, I, I will I will go with you on that and we'll see what happens here. And then maybe we can kind of tie it. So like that's the plot. But also it's unclear if the hair does have a life of its own or not. There's kind of like, that's the mystery. <laughs> it's like alien hair. Just randomly alien hair. <laughs> so what are some things that happen, I guess, so that because specificity is the soul of narrative? True. Uh, what? See, what causes... Where did the hair come from? That's the question. Like, if it's a bad hair day, then it's like you woke up with bad hair. Fine, and you had a bad day. But if it's like hair that comes to life, like, where did it come from? It's alien hair. Is it something that happened in the scientists that happened to make hair and you found it for some reason? I felt like something that would happen. <laughs> I, in one yeah, of I do think movies. it would be funny, like in Spider-Man 3, how the, the, the venom liquid kind of just falls in a meteorite right onto Peter Parker's stuff. Exactly. If like, if it like came right through her window and like latched onto her hair. Exactly. That would be, that would be pretty awesome. Actually. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Is, it, is this, cool. is this a venom movie? Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> Like Venom with hair. That's what it sounds like. Um, it'd be great if Tom Hardy played the lead. Oh, but oh my god. The funny part is it is Disney. They could probably get away with it because of the Marvel stuff at this point. It's 2015. <laughs> so they could tie it all together. Um, okay. So she wakes up and for some reason she has terrible hair and it's going crazy. First thing in the morning, she gets on the bus and you know, like her life is getting worse on the bus. Like she learns she has a math test that day she, that she didn't know about. And then she gets to school and she's late or something. She's even be though late. it's not her fault. She's got to be late. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. And then maybe her boyfriend breaks up with her or oh, something. Geez. Or she or she finds out her boyfriend's cheating on her. 
Oh, even yeah. even better. That's even better. Both. Yeah, there you go. And I feel like we're just going to every some, plot in, in, in a random rom com. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. And then, well, then what happens to make her life good by the end? I guess if it's all in this kind of one day. I, I almost want to say that's why I'm trying to figure out where the hair comes in because if she gets a haircut, then that's randomly where everything goes back to the normal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the hair does her math test. <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> it just comes down and doesn't work, and the hair, just long hair, and just grabs her pencil and just doesn't work for her. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And then the hair, like, taps on the shoulder of another cute boy, and he, like, notices her. Ah, and he's like, there you go. there's something different about you. And she's like, yeah, I'm having a bad hair day. You didn't see me, but I did, like, a hair flip. <laughs> oh, my God, that's fantastic. That's so funny. It's just... It, it's trying to work for her, even though her having a very bad day. And then she goes to volleyball practice, and the the hair does like a nice spike. Guys <laughs> <laughs> is over there, like, what the hell? Is going on? <laughs> I'm gonna uh, say we're not remotely close. Ah. <laughs> uh, some some days I feel bad about myself and I'm like, man, I'm so lonely and no one likes me. And then other days I'm just like, you know what? I'm killing it. What could be better than than these jokes? God, we're nowhere close, are we? You have elements. I mean, you're you're on the fright track ish, except this whole hair thing. <laughs> which I'm totally enamored with and I wish was actually the plot because this plot is not going to make a dollop of sense. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> so, we have the lead teenager who, she is a tech whiz kid and she's either going to go to MIT or a state university. It's unclear what the state university is. But, she also wants to be prom queen. So she's been prepared. Mm, classic. I remember. I went through that in high school, too. It's like it's classic dilemma. <laughs> MIT prom queen. Why not both? Um, so I wish that was the tagline, but it only is going to get weirder from here. Um, so she's like getting ready and she's like, huh, maybe I can start prepping for prom a day early. And the morning of prom, her hair is a mess. It's completely ruined, oh. and basically that the whole concept of everything that could go wrong does go wrong. Her dress rips, her shoes break. It's a nightmare. At I the same the time, prom. mysterious <laughs> FBI agent comes to her door and is like, "Excuse what? me, ma'am." What? <laughs> is it Dale Cooper by any chance? No, it's uh, her name is Darn. Liz, apparently. Um, so, uh, she's like, excuse me, young child, or young, young adult here. Uh, I see this necklace you've purchased. I need to, um, recover it because it's stolen good. And the smart whiz kid teenager is like, you are faking it. You're actually a PI. And so she, and so the teen rearranges the status quo to be like, you know what, I'll give this back to you, but you need to help me get ready for prom first. So you need to help me like get my hair redone and like 
get a new dress and all that kind of stuff. And also, today happens to be the day she's going she's going for her driver's test so she can get what? her driver's license. Whoa. <laughs> Seems like bad t- bad scheduling to wow. put your driver's test on the same day as prom. Exactly. Seriously. Um, and while all of this, sh- while she's trying to like get her dress and everything, there is this British jewel thief who is following them around (laughs) trying to also steal this necklace so he can sell it to a buyer and all right so they're like going through it the the pi and the teenager like starting to become friends but things are like not going right because she can't get an appointment to fix her hair she can't get a new dress and then she finds out her boyfriend has been cheating on her with her rival who is also going for prom queen. Scandalous. Yeah, we got one. We got one. <laughs> you did. I feel like other than the, the jewel thief subplot, like we were on we were on board with like the general theme of it like being like a one day. I would have never got jewel thief. <laughs> yeah, no, there. that's why this jewel thief thing is just like wild. But so the PI is like, you know what? I'm gonna help you out. I'm going to go to pretend to arrest your boyfriend and make a big yes. scandal. And um, instead of pretend arresting him, she gets arrested because it turns out she's a suspended police officer who got suspended for failing to catch the jewel thief and like loses her like loses her credibility, basically. And it comes out that she yeah she she did accidentally let it get stolen and she's trying to make up for it which is why she's doing this but monica somehow or the the teenager somehow like ended up with it and she's like just trying to get it back and do do it right and then monica or the teenager whose name is monica i'm gonna just go with it um and the private detective ex-cop whatever um trick the driver's ed or the driving instructor who's about to give the test um to for them to take their car so they can chase around the jewel thief around the city and obviously monica the teenager get does not pass her driver's test because she's chasing around this jewel thief and the car gets taken away and in this like in this time in which the car gets taken away and monica gets the rejection the jewel thief calls monica and is like i've just kidnapped your father and so they very quickly try and like get their act together so they can go rescue the father and but it's a trap obviously but they manage to outsmart him and everything like he gets arrested the pi ex-cop gets reinstated and then she helps monica figure out her stuff for prom and then she becomes prom queen wow that's a lot for one day it's a lot (laughs) it's a lot for one film i do like that it's kind of an action comedy while you were reading the plot i wanted to see where the cast was and for those listening that try just to follow along, that's Allie from Austin and Allie and Amy from Good Luck Charlie. So like yeah. <laughs> doing the entire plot. <laughs> yeah. Also, I love there's one um one critic, I guess, described it as a Thelma and Louise type film, but with a happy ending. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I just can't believe four million people watch that thing live. <laughs> yeah. And it is on Disney Plus. Great. Wow. Is there any Weird Al on the soundtrack, though? No. 
it's all original Darn. stuff. I'm sorry. Yeah, but they um the, what, the lead does sing a song on the soundtrack apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Classic decom move. Yeah. There you go. That was fun. I liked it. It was weird. <laughs> Definitely weird. <laughs> um. Well, we've had a lot of fun today here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Blake, for being on. No, no, this is a lot of fun. I look forward to this today. This is fun. Yeah. We, we'll let you out of the dungeon now. I'm going to call back to that failed joke from the before. <laughs> Cricket noises. Uh, yeah, right there. Adam in. Um, they're actually cicadas that we keep down in the dungeon, Condra. Of course. Hey, that's your dungeon. I don't go down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Blake, do you want to do another round of plugs? Sure thing, sure thing. Well, I, I was the funny part is he said Clerks, and for people that don't know, I did host a podcast called Clerks Minute, where we broke down the first Clerks movie and Clerks 2. So that's over there. You can go listen to that. But the important shows, D5 The Mighty Ducks, I break down the Mighty Ducks franchise five minutes at a time, currently on hiatus. Season three will be starting up in April. And I host the Blake and Sal Show, and it goes up every single Friday morning, 9 a.m. Central Time, on all podcast platforms, and we are actually waiting to find out if we won Best Comedy Podcast in Wisconsin, which we'll find out in a couple of weeks. So That's cool. so exciting. Yeah, yeah we, we were nominated Condor, for do you think award. we could win Best Comedy Podcast of New Hampshire? Maybe. Uh, we I, might be one of the only a lot ones. of competition? <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun here, so that's. I, I would definitely vote for you guys if there was a vote. So there you go. Aw, thanks. Thank you. So thank you so much for having me on, though. This was so much fun tonight. Yeah, this has been so yes, much fun. Yes, thank you for listening to my terrible jokes. Wow, nothing again? Okay. <laughs> people I had people can find there. us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Uh, don't look for me on Twitter. It's not worth it. <laughs> Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our music was composed by Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. Also, send us an email. Oh, yeah. Amateur Nerds present at gmail.com. Present. Well, you, you, you stole my bad joke. I did your bit. Oh, how the turns have tabled. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I have been Condra. I've been Tyler. I have been Blake. And I'll be back next week with more god-awful humor. <laughs> you can bet on it. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. I'm recording locally. Same here. Samesies. Shop locally, record locally. <laughs> you can make a t-shirt out of that or something. Absolutely. How is that not Sell a t-shirt? Sell it to podcasters. How is that not a t-shirt? <laughs>